Hello and welcome to Mosh Pet. I'm Cy Beckwith. And I'm Ellie Kuma. And this episode, we're going to start working our way through a list of the 100 greatest songs according to... Kerrang! magazine. Is it according to Kerrang! Well, magazine? we think so. <laughs> because, so, I mean, we both read Kerrang! magazine. Yeah. Religiously as, like, teenagers as kids. And one of the best things about the magazine was every kind of couple of months or so, they do a kind of... 100 best guitar riffs, 100 best singles from 1970 to 2001 or whatever year it was. And they were great because you picked through it and you could look through and see, I know that song, I know that song. But you'd also know, like, learn other songs. You find so much new stuff because you could chance on something small. So if it was a song or a guitar riff, you'd go, oh, that sounds like my kind of thing. It was the pre-Spotify algorithm of finding new music. Oh, that's very good. The Krangorhythm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. They can have that. We'll give that to them. Because we're nice like that. For a fee. And also, I don't have my Krang magazines to look through anymore. Right. This is a really tender subject for me that involved me actually crying on the phone to my mother. because So I moved out of my family house when I got a job and... I had stacks and stacks of Kerrang! magazines that I had saved under the bed. And some of them I'd cut up, like I'd sort of taken the posters out or I'd actually like cut pictures out of them to... But you took the posters out because that's what I wanted to ask first. Yeah, yeah. did you always, yeah. Took all the posters out, went through them. Which ones? Oh no, I, I've got a poster of Pussy Bear already and that's not as good a look for Brian Molko as the one I've already got so that poster can go did he have the black and gr- the one that was black and white yes. and he was shirtless yes. with, with I think a dog was it hmm. I'm sure he was stood with a dog I feel like I would have remembered a dog he had just jeans on and no shoes and was I shirtless I feel like this must have been it yeah and looked proper lush yeah that, I'm sure that's why I had it and then my mum did not approve I don't know if it's the dog. She's not a big dog fan, so maybe it was that. <laughs> so it must have been the dog. There we go. We'll yeah. the case. Must have been that one. Anyway, so I had, yeah, and I had this whole stack of them. Moved out, and I left a lot of stuff at my parents' house. And for years and years, my mother would call me and say, can you come and clear out your bedroom? Can you come and take these boxes? And I'd be like, no, I've not got enough room in my shared house in Sheffield or tiny flat in Gateshead. So they stayed there, and then... My mum said to me one day, oh, um, I've turned that room into a study. And I was like, oh, well, where, where, where's all my stuff? She's like, well, some of it's in the loft and I don't know where the rest is. Which means she threw them away. Oh, that's good. She won't admit it. She threw them away. I think I, I think I at least sold mine. I'm assuming on eBay. Maybe yeah. I had a lot of them, a lot of Metal Hammer. Yeah. But then they were just gathering dust. No, I reckon my mum took them to the tip. That's absolutely good. It's... A war crime. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not. No, I think it is. I really, it's horrible. It's horrific. It's your childhood, though, yeah. that. She hated them, though. Did she she? hated me buying Kerrang! magazine. She's like, why can't you buy a nice magazine? What was your mum's definition of a nice magazine? Country living, maybe? I just... It's all the teenagers. Buy. Well, yes. I don't know. I think my mum thought magazines were a bit of a waste of time, so... Somewhere out there in the multiverse, Ellie, right? There's a one where you did buy the magazines that your mum thought were nice and you're doing a podcast now about like the 100 greatest horses or something. If, oh, if I'd done 
what, what even did I say? Country living. I could have done like interiors. I could have been a millionaire by now, let's be honest. Yeah. They make a lot of money, those like celebrity interior designers. But here you are doing a podcast in uh, my well. tiny little office. <laughs> Speaking of dogs as well, my dog did not take you this morning, no, did he? No. I mean, I don't know if it's because I'm wearing my gym kit, so... You know. He's my, just an arsehole, if I'm honest. Okay. Like, I felt really offended. I was so sad. Because I normally, like, get on well with dogs. Yeah, that's what everyone says. He takes a bit of time to warm up <laughs> him. Like, he's just, I. He's a little raj packet. I, I think but he listens to a lot of metal, like the dog. Maybe that's why. So he's just, uh, he's full, full of beans a lot. Yeah. But he never takes to people straight away. Oh, okay. Right. Everyone's always like, because I've always been that sort of person who's dead confident, like, all animals yeah. won't always really easily. Um, and people are like, oh, dogs love me. And I will say, but it's because he's a lockdown puppy. Isn't so it? many people I know who've got like who've got dogs in lockdown have said similar things that they find it they're a bit like oh he doesn't like people Todd I think as well that's why so many to link it back to alternative culture and that that's why a lot of us alternative people are, are drawn to metal because we're often just not the ones who are out down the park getting mortal all the time that we're like oh we've found our people and looking through this list and listening to some of the songs which we'll come to kind of in the in the future there's a lot of songs that remind that are supposed to kind of evoke like oh teenage parties and i was there thinking well i never got invited to parties like that like where was where was i as a teenager going to these rages with the hundreds of people like ruining their parents houses that's what i find it's really interesting that so i was always quite lucky that i played for like the school sports teams and stuff so i was a bit of a charmer but also a bit of a goth yeah so i got away with a lot in school and i didn't get bullied anywhere near as much as i should have (laughs) but it's interesting that your experience and loads of these songs i think have made the list now that if they redid the list probably wouldn't be in but it's nostalgia yes well i should say about the list as well i think it's from 2008 so the list is of like the best 100 songs up to 2008. So there's a lot that probably should be that have been released since then that probably won't be in it. We're going to do a new list after though we'll of exclusively songs from 2008 yes. onwards. I'm not good at even thinking of songs that might have been released since 2008. Because I'm at that age now where like I was 16 in the year 2000. They're trying to work out what would have been. So I'm guessing that yeah, by maths, that's like my late 20s. I can't remember when I stopped really taking in like as much new music as you do when you're like a teenager and like everything new yeah. you buy Kerrang and Metal Hammer and you're constantly and again I did that without the internet so like well that you had yeah I mean I by the time I was like finding my own music I had sort of iTunes and basic like there was a few sort of forums online. Did you ever use LimeWire? Remember LimeWire where you had to download song by song? I didn't because my dad was an IT technician, so I could not get away with anything to do with the computer because he would know. But I convinced a boy in my class to download all the songs that I wanted off LimeWire for me and he would burn them onto a CD and then give that CD to me. I miss burning CDs as well. I used to make the best mix CDs and I miss doing this because not only did you have to like get the CD right and like get the order of the songs perfect, burn it all, and then you would make the artwork and I would make a little collage. This is what a lot of my Kerrang! magazine cutouts became. Were yours collage? Because mine were always hand-drawn. Most of mine are collages because I love a collage. To this day, I love a collage. And I would, if, if that was a thing that I could do and make money off as my life, I would make collages all day. But... 
And there were some, and I would do a collage, but with bits hand drawn and little nice. notes and things. I think we should do the Mosh Pet monthly mix. Yes. Put that out on Spotify. Or we could go really retro and put it out on CD. Oh, could. Yeah. Aye, people will buy that. They'll buy any old shit these days. We'll, we'll sell that. They're tap. Aye. Oh, we could, we could actually do that. That'd be nice for like Christmas and that. Yeah. For all the, we need a collective name as well for the people that listen to the podcast. Yeah. Like the moshers is what I'm going with so far. That's good. Yeah. But I feel like there's something even better yeah. out there. Do you know what I mean? We'll find it. It will come to us one day and then that'll, we'll know. Yeah. And then they can get involved and help them put together the 2008 onwards list. Yes. Which is going to be difficult because of time and how time works out. Do you know what I mean? You're never going to get everything in. Someone might release an amazing song tomorrow. This is true. Or all the good songs have been released and that's it. Yeah, do people no even new, release music no now? Music you bet ever. they don't, yeah. <laughs> it's gone now, Top of the Pops is gone. It's just nothing. Just no new music ever. Do you still get excited by new music? Yes. Yeah. And again, it's one of the things that I love. And they're not sponsoring this podcast, even as much as I talk about them. I love Spotify. <laughs> because... They do send you like the new music every week. You get a new list of songs that have just come out or songs of recently released albums. And it is because I forget there's so many bands that I love and I forget to keep track of them yeah. all. And then it's like, oh, they've released six albums in the last like three years and I've not heard any of them. Spotify's good for like adding things into playlists. So I've got like new music or things by people that I like that's new that I know I'm going to come back and listen to yeah. that. We should really try and get Spotify to sponsor this. That'll I feel like good. we spoke about them enough. We talk about them a lot. I could, in the spirit of Joe Rogan, start questioning like mask wearing and get people who want to say awful things about women on, if we'd like. We if we want some of that sweet Spotify money. I'd rather we didn't. All right, fine. We'll be poorly with <laughs> ethics and morals in that. How many, like, Spotify now, like, they must, like, sponsor loads of stuff, but it's weird if they did sponsor, like, something alternative. Because are they a useful thing for like DIY bands and up and coming bands so it is it's a really good question because obviously there is the whole argument that bands but bands don't make money off like playing like recordings anymore that seems to be the merchant tourings what they say don't they which is seems to be the only way and And then tourings harder because of Brexit and the only way that like that I find new bands a lot of the time now is either people tell me about them or they say, right, I'm going to see this band, do you want to come? And I'll, yeah, why not? And that's great. But also through Spotify, when I'll hear a song and think, oh, that, that's come off the back of a playlist that I've made. And it's like, oh, actually, I really like that. And then Spotify tell you when they're playing in your area. Do they? Yeah. You get a little email saying, so-and-so is playing at the Riverside in Newcastle. And it's like, oh. Interesting. I don't like Spotify no more. Live. Oh, they know everything. They do, don't they? They know everything. Little bastards. Just do. Just it's hot. It's it's quite seedy in it, and I find it like, oh, great! I've discovered this new band, but I'm like, Spotify shouldn't know more about us than me partner. No. And it feels like they do. Like Spotify have recommended me as much new music as me partner does, and Rebecca has impeccable taste in music. See, my partner, love him, and he's got some great. Quirks, but his music taste is a—he's a fan of Coldplay. We'll say. Yeah. Well, we say Rebecca's got a playlist specifically called Heavy Ones, and it's just brutal. It's everything. So that's like me walking playlist, me gym playlist. No, see that's yeah. And she said yesterday she'd added some new heavy shit because Burials had a new track or album out. 
So I've got that to work through later. Oh, so it's nice. good I get like a nice little yeah. bit. And in return, I've got her in the wrestling. So I mean, also has wrestling though is good because it does feature a lot of um, heavy music. Oh, okay. See, I know nothing about wrestling at all. Oh, you'll learn right. Okay. So when new right, this is sidetrack again. When new metal was massive, like the new metal yeah. wrestling crossover was huge in terms of the aesthetic, the music that got used. Yeah. Um, Lim Biscuit was someone's theme tune. Um, Lemmy's played uh, live. I think Full Motorhead Band, if yeah. not just let me. They played a wrestler out before. Uh, Joan Jett was recently playing a wrestler out. There's a big crossover yeah, between wrestling okay. and music. That is an episode that I'm looking forward to. Cause is little... wrestling to you what Eurovision is for me? I think so, probably, yeah. yeah. It's really imp- aye, it's important. With... But you're lucky, so Eurovision doesn't have any morally questionable reasons for you not like it. I mean, there's Russia. Yeah. Whereas I've got like that big Saudi Arabian money going into the WWE. I've got numerous Me Too movements and not me personally. All right. I'd like to add. Uh, but yeah, wrestling's lit that with. And I think it's again, it's a mas- toxic masculinity thing. Yeah. Really, that you just, you worry about sometimes the men involved. Because it's always the men, isn't it, Ellie? Look, I don't want to be that person, but yes, it is always the men. <laughs> Speaking of which, he has a, a gang of men now for number 100 in the list. Remember what we're doing in the list? Yes. God, that seems like a long time ago. Forgot about that. Who's number 100 then? So it is Lit. I didn't like this song. The, right. So this song... Oh, do you want to say what the song's called? Oh, yeah, it's My Own Worst Enemy, innit? Forgot we didn't say that. Yeah. We're really, really good at this. No, right, I'm having absolute flashbacks with this song. Just... It, it's nostalgic, innit? It? So it was out in 1999. It smells of links. Yes. Links Africa and Impulse Body Spray for the girls. Like, that is what I can physically smell when I hear this song. And baggy jeans and work shirts and maybe it's a backwards cap. With a dragon on. Or the flames. Yeah, that up. one. Those those shirts. Or made the of shirts. polyester. Yeah, the, the, those. Like, the normal coloured stripey ones, but with, like, a work as name badge, like, yes. Kurt or something on. It's very skateboardery. It's that, and it's that whole sort of nostalgia American dream from the 90s. Which, like, in some instances I quite like, like, I like The Offspring and The Offspring are up later on, and I like that kind of vibe. But this is just, also, they're shouting. They're not singing. Yeah, it's not a very satisfying, pleasing voice to no. listen to. It makes me, it also reminds me of people used to play it at, like, pre-drinks at yeah. university as a throwback. Like, as like, oh, remember this song from our childhood? And it was just like... Suddenly, a room full of boys just shouting the song. So I remember it getting played on nights out a lot, but like I'd never go and dance to it. No, I wouldn't pick it. It's fine. It's. I'm surprised it made the hundred. I'd forgotten it existed until I heard it. I feel like it's one of those songs that pops up on a film, like American Pie or American Pie Two. American Pie is listed also a lot in this in my notes for this. uh... I feel like this list was slightly put together by someone who got a bit baked while watching American Pie and had to fill out the numbers. Because I don't think it's just not one of the hundred greatest, is it? No. No. Even up to two thousand and eight. Nah, it often gets. So I was reading about it. So it gets misattributed to Blink One Eight Two a lot. I can see that, but I think Blink One Eight Two would not have written. Such nah. a bad song. Blink One Eight Two are a really good song. Yeah, like it. It's not good enough to be a Blink One Eight Two song. It's just a canny little riff. It's not like not a good good song yeah. for me. 
But so I'm surprised that this opened the 100 list. Particularly like the amount of good pop punk that's out there as well. Yeah. And comes later in which, yeah, we'll see later on in the list, but... I feel like people often panic when they start a list though, like the person writing it. Because you don't want to come in too strong with too good a song. But yeah, no. So I think, are we both in agreement that this is a disagreement on this list for now? Yeah, it just shouldn't be there. I feel like what someone's done is misunderestimated how many songs there are. Yeah. And he thought like, oh, there's probably only about 105 songs in the world. (laughs) And then realised and then he's like, oh God, I've already handed it in. You hand hand it in? like like, Phone it in. Yeah, aye. So, yeah, just don't think he's thought it through. But it's definitely one, like, nostalgia's there, but I don't think nostalgia's enough of a reason no. to put a song on the list. And also, nostalgia's a very personal thing. But it happens because most of the readers, or most people listening to this podcast, will be a similar age to us, so it'll all be the same memories. So, if you also remember Lynx Africa, then get in touch. Or Voodoo. Voodoo's the other one. Do you remember Link's Voodoo? No. I mean, I probably would know the smell, but I didn't know there was one called Voodoo. Yeah, it smells similar, just less off-putting. Like, Africa's very... Link's Africa's yeah. a strong scent. It's like teenage boys, in it? You just know. It was... You could get the waft of it as you walked miles away, but past the boys' changing rooms at school. Like Oh, it lingers forever, yeah. that. But yeah, that song's definitely reeks of this. Yeah. And like alcohol pops. Yeah. Is it Bacardi Breezers? The ones they don't do anymore? Yeah. Yeah. Anything like that. I mean, I loved a Bacardi Breezer. I'd smash a Bacardi Breezer right now, I'm not going to lie. I bet Lit are still drinking Bacardi Breezers. <laughs> They've just got a crate that they kept. Yeah. You can't buy them in the shops anymore. It's them hanging out with Bowling for Soup. I love Bowling for Soup. You leave Bowling for Soup alone. <laughs> right, and I get people who like them, but my big thing, and it's the same with Lit, like somewhere out there on this planet, someone's favourite band is Bowling for Soup and someone else's favourite band is Lit. Get your head around, like someone's yeah. legit out of all the bands, their favourite band, favourite is Bowling for Soup. You you wonder what's gone on yeah. in, in their lives, don't you? Like you kind of connect with the band. And I feel the same about Lit, Lit whenever someone I went to... Uh, Listen to a lot of. I remember again, like downloading individual songs. I mean, I don't think I would know another song by Lit, to be honest. I'm going to hazard a guess from what I remember, and it's been a while, but they all sound very similar to this. Yeah, that's like. They're not quite a one hit wonder, because again, I didn't remember their name until I heard the song. I was like, oh, that's what this song is, yeah. See, I love pop punk as well, but it just never made us want to listen to more. No. Just felt like it's beyond the riff, there's not much more. But that's what opens the 100 list. There we go. So instantly starting off saying this list is wrong. But actually it does pick up, so next few episodes we're going to concentrate on the numbers going up. And I'm quite happy with the songs we've got to talk about next. Yes, no. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm looking ahead. There's some good stuff. There's some very bad stuff coming as well, so. Oh yeah, we'll talk about all of that. We're going to slag that off. That's what we're here for. Uh, so... We'll pick the list up next time. And until next time, I've been Cy Beckwith. And I'm Ellie Kumar. And we'll see you next time.